We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. A good summary of what uh, has transpired in the last... 24 hours with uh, the day after Election Day. It's Wednesday. It's the 8th day of November 2023. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us on News Radio WRVA. I mean, I'll just tell you to get started here. It hurts to lose. And I wish this was the first bad election I had experienced. I mean, I've volunteered on so many campaigns, a lot of them for governor of Virginia, where you really put you, you know, you work all summer long. Everybody else is on vacation. And then the fall, you're out on Saturdays knocking on doors. Stuff. Back when I was doing it, you were stuffing envelopes. I guess nobody stuffs envelopes anymore. But um, and you, 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 you know, you don't see your family and people make fun of you and you knock on doors and people are ugly to you. The dog tries to bite you and you think, you know, it's all going to be worth it because we're going to win. And then you don't win. And, man, it's an awful, awful feeling. So I know many people in this audience, especially, are waking up this morning feeling terrible, feeling like the world is about to end. And I'll tell you, some bad things are probably about to happen because bad leaders with bad policy ideas do bring about bad things. I think, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, oh, everything's going to be all right. I'm not sure that everything's going to be all right. But uh, you woke up this morning, and there's a chance to continue to make the case for the things you believe in and to rise again. There'll be another election in 2024 and another election for House of Delegates and in the year after that and for a new governor. And, you know, you, you just can't um, you can't let it beat you down. Mourn today. However, I've always my father used to tell me this. Um. He didn't lose. He was lucky. He he, he was in Henrico at a time where a Republican really wasn't going to lose, and uh, that was good for him. But I, he was around me when I lost a couple of times when I was on campaigns that lost. And he said, you know, the thing to do is to show up first thing in the morning, the morning after you lose, with uh, a good attitude. And don't let them know how mad you are and how frustrated and hurt you are. Don't let them know. And I, you know what, it was probably pretty good advice. But I will tell you, I am mad, and I find it kind of offensive. You know, this this whole talk about Don Scott, the the delegate who appears likely to be the new Speaker of the House of Delegates. All this talk, oh, the first African-American Speaker of the House of Delegates. Is that, I mean, if I were African-American, if I were black in Virginia, you're telling me all the successful, decent, moral people in Virginia who are of color – and the Democrats are going to put up a guy who went to federal prison for seven years for dealing drugs. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm sure people will attack me for saying this. I don't think that's an achievement. I don't think that's something to be proud of. Even if he claims that he's you know, a different person today, I just don't think that's not the achievement that I think you wanted to be candid with you. Drug dealer now is the uh, 
Speaker of the House. We'll see if that actually happens. I'm hoping some people might sober up between now and then. All right, 739 on this Wednesday, and let's go to Rich Anderson, who is the chairman of the Republican Party of Virginia. you got to be disappointed, Rich. What's your assessment here on the morning after? Good morning to you. Well, good morning to you. Well, of course, I, uh, I'm disappointed. Anybody of uh, the Republican brand has got to be disappointed. This is a cyclical business, though. This is uh, every so often we just simply have a bad go, and we had a bad go. But I tell you what, this, uh, this resulted from uh, this constant pounding from the left about the issue of life and then uh, the labeling of everybody with MAGA extremists, things like that, those sort of epithets that played out in the campaign. So um, I can tell you one thing, though. Glenn Youngkin and his team, the Republican Party of Virginia, and our grassroots volunteers in 125 units around the state work their hearts out. Now, that's certainly there. true. That is certainly I, I, I got to say, and I told the governor this when he joined us uh, on uh, Monday morning, that I think mm-hmm. that he and the team worked very hard. They didn't just phone it in. They didn't do a couple of rallies and then send out some mailers and call it a day. It's clear they worked hard. That's one reason that this is so distressing is that that's the kind of effort that you would think might have pulled a few of these people over the finish line into the victory column. What is your assessment here about the loss? Is it really abortion is a losing issue, at least at the moment? nationally and if a republican gets labeled as a, an abortion or a pro-life extremist that it's just a done deal in in a lot of the state they're not going to win well i think one thing to remember is that this was not a statewide election these right. were these were 100 individual elections premised on uh, you know the demographic and the beliefs of the voters in a given district for the House, and then likewise over in the Senate, forty different districts. So, so I would be careful about extrapolating too much of a conclusion on that. But what I do know is, Governor Yunkin held any losses that happened to an absolute minimum. Had we not had a governor and a his team and an engaged network of volunteers all across this state, it would have been a worse night for us. Um, and so the Democrat problem now is going to be how to control and discipline their caucus yeah. because they are now a caucus of extremists in both houses, purists only. When you eject right-minded liberals like George Barker and Chap Peterson, you have then embraced a business model that in the long run may be extremely damaging to your party. We'll have to see. But I would I would estimate that this group of extremists, since you ask about abortion, will very likely resurface the Kathy Tran 40-week abortion bill right. and move it out of the House and Senate. That's my, that's my guess. And no, no Democrat will be able to vote against that because they will be held accountable and they will be primary. Good point. You you need the governor to be the brick wall here. Since the Senate enjoyed doing that to him, now he gets to be the brick wall and veto all the bad things. And then 
I don't think you're going to have to bait the Democrats into going to the extreme and putting up a lot of crazy, horrible, really bad ideas that then can be used to try to beat them in the next cycle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Is there anything so, you uh, think we should have done differently or that, you know, I mean, I know it's less than 24 hours. Is there anything you think, hey, looking at the numbers, this this should have been do- done differently, the, well, the secure your vote, the, the, any of that? This is all fresh in all of our minds. There hasn't been time for complete analysis. I got home at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, boy. So I haven't delved into all the races to right. see each and every result down to a fine resolution. But nonetheless, um, I do not see how we could have strategized this any differently, have worked any harder, have communicated any clearer. It's simply that... Mm-hmm. This was not our year. And I hate to say that, but that's reality. I'm a military man, spent 30 years in a uniform, and sometimes you don't win a battle. But the goal is to win the war. And I'll guarantee you, although I have not spoken to Governor Yunkin since yesterday, since all of this happened, I can tell you what, he is a long-range strategist with a steely-eyed, clear vision and he intends to win this war at the correct time. Yeah, I think he'll get up this morning with a good attitude. I think that's one of the things that's appealing about him as a Christian leader, too, is that you know, you, if, if you've read your Bible, I don't want to go all um, religious on everybody, but if, if you've even done a cursory reading when you were a child of the Bible, there are going to be bad days, and you just got to keep going and hope that you are, well, politics, are centered. Politics, that's exactly what politics is. It's such a cyclical affair. Mm. And so it's back and it's forth. Remember, Joe Biden carried this state in 2020 by 10 points. And look what we did in 2021. And in 2022, we didn't get the three seats we wanted in Congress, but we got one. And to me, that was a win because we sent one more Republican, one less Democrat, flipped the U.S. House and fired Nancy Pelosi. So this is just that pendulum that swings. And we will swing it back the other way as far and as fast as is humanly possible. Again, I know it's early to make judgments, but with the Secure Your Vote plan, the idea was to get that 500,000, the collection of voters who supported Glenn Youngkin, but that didn't turn out the next year to come cast their ballots this year. Do we know whether that achieved uh, any of the, uh, an increase in voters at all? Oh, oh, yes. I mean, you look at the numbers uh, in the early voting whether it was in-person early voting or bail-in absentee ballots, um, the Democrats had about, I think it was in round numbers, 60% of the take to our 40%. Mm -hmm. That is significantly closer than it has been in prior years. Remember, they stood up their program essentially, I don't know, half dozen years ago. Mm -hmm. We stood ours up this year after... Governor Youngkin tested that as candidate Youngkin in 2021, mm-hmm. and it we took a much huge uh, a huge bite. But the thing is, we will continue to work this, and we will continue to mature it. And so there are brighter days ahead for us. But you do don't think it despair. cannibalized the day of voting, or do we know yet? 
I don't think we really know. My gut tells me no, but we don't really know that. We don't know that because this is something that needs that usual deep analysis by those guys who like to do that. That's right. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to ask you an unfair question since it has just been a few hours since you've seen the numbers, and we've still got ballots in the mail that will be counted on Monday. I don't think that's going to change things. Yes, those will be counted on Monday because Friday is a holiday, so that moves it to the next business day, and we will see. Uh, what impact that has. You know, there are uh, some, some very close races. I mean, uh, yeah. I think the Diggs-Mason race is within a, is right at a 1,000 difference. Uh, if I, the last I saw is I went to bed this morning, and the two Kims, um, I think they, they are excruciatingly close, like a few hundred votes apart, mm. maybe even in retail territory. So we'll see. Yeah. Now, I did, I did see this morning that uh, Kim Adams, our candidate, had tweeted out that she had officially won. But uh, we'll just have to see Kim, how that Kim plays Taylor? out. If the others... What did I say, Adams? Yeah, Kim Adams. You met Kim Taylor, I think, right? Yeah, yes, yes, yes I okay. did. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had two hours. So. I know. Well, that's one reason I'm <laughs> thankful that you got up to talk to us this morning, and I want to give you credit. Oh. I saw you at all those events for the last several and months. I saw you worked you, hard, John. too. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you. You've been very faithful, and thank you. I am. Uh, I am a part of the the movement to do what's right for the Commonwealth of Virginia. It's my home state, and I care what happens here. So you can count on Amen. me. Amen. Hey, Rich. Rich Anderson, the chairman of the Republican Party of Virginia. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's seven forty nine. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.